inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing, then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. Yeah. Happy February 20th. Um, President's Day was fun. That uh, horrible thing that happened. It at, was so bad. I can't believe it. And yet the thing that that one person of note said about was that bad beautiful. thing, it was so touching. I loved it. It was Oh. I loved Yo-Yo Ma's like little performance that he did. I can't believe they got that together. Yeah, but in a second. But after that was so scary. Yeah, I can't believe it. It let, needless to say, roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, um, yeah. But here we are. We're safe. We're yeah. alive. We're all good. It's Thursday. Shout out to my people in Culver City. Oh my God. Yeah. Hearts, hearts, and prayers. Prayers and thoughts. <laughs> If something fucking happens in Culver City in the next four days, we're gonna have to <laughs> pull the peanuts to jail. out. Yeah, we're gonna have to pull the peanuts out just to be respectful. Good lord, God, that bullshit, dude! They killed Mr. Peanut just to resurrect him. I can't him believe they fucking as did baby that <laughs> just because of Baby Yoda and Baby Sonic. They think this is okay, <laughs> and people are eating this shit up. Wait, Baby Sonic? Oh God, I, I know, I know, it's unacceptable. Listen, everybody, you are not allowed to make a thing a baby and just pretend that that's a new character. <laughs> it's uh. it's so embarrassingly transparent at this point. Like, yeah, here's the new toy. Here's the new Funko Pop. Welcome to Feeling It Out with Kyle and Connor. I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. I'm a writer, podcaster, producer of a graphic yeah. novel with depression and uh, generalized anxiety disorder. And I am Connor. I'm an illustrator, comic book artist, uh, creator of Spellslinger, and and I have depression and ADD, mm -hmm. and I forgot to call my doctor today. Ah, no Welcome. worries. Ah, there's so many things to Welcome remember to during the, the day. It's yeah. so hard. So many tweets. <laughs> no. All right. No. So we're gonna do some. I, norm, normally yeah, 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 we yeah, have yeah. a little episode topic, and uh, I, I don't listen. For Connor came at me sake, with this. For he, transparency's sake, I don't really come to the table with anything. Kyle really. <laughs> or if it was, if it was, if it was a left to Connor, and then Connor too, we would sit down, look at each other for a second as the the waveform starting to go. So today we're talking about. So today's a show, um, and it's a good show <laughs> a good where sh people listen. We have such a great episode That's for you guys right. today. Um, people listen to the show, and they yeah. like it, yeah. and they review it in their ears. It's they, always really good. It's always on. And we're, and we're talking. And we're talking. And we're always talking. We're always it. talking about yeah. uh, the, all kinds of things. The day yeah. of the month that uh, is it, most exciting to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good. We call it calendar month. Calendar month. Calendar month. Good first show. So anyway, I came to Kyle because, uh, especially when we had first talked about, we should start a counter for how many times we talk about when we first talked about this podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to break that counter again because when we first talked about this podcast, it Count originally it. was it was originally me being like, eh, it gets it. I want to talk about it and just ramble into the microphone. And I like the structure because I am someone who is a fire and it just spreads and destroys and has regret. But when there's Which someone, is so cool. Mm, Fire's awesome, dude. Thank so you. badass. But when there's someone there to be a cobblestone wall and uh, be the fuel, it is a more enriching experience in my opinion. So I'm forever grateful for the structure Kyle has oh. brought to my ideas and my things. Sure. My my comic, everything. But now we're flying blind. Now we're flying blind because I want to talk about a feeling because one of the other things we talked about was in these shows where these creatives were talking about being like, 
upset and the struggle and feeling it out. And then suddenly everything's great and my series is picked up and I've got TV show now and it's all good. Ha ha. And I don't, I don't know who that is. Seth Rogen, maybe. And like, <laughs> whoever you want to be, it's so I, I, we talked about how, cause I firmly believe that no matter how far I get in life and no matter how many comics are out, no matter how much money I'm making, I'm always going to experience the struggle in different ways. Mm-hmm. But it's always going to be there, and there will be some things that I will always think. One will be that my art sucks. I know. I can feel it. I will always think my art sucks Mm -hmm. so much. But I wanted to bring the table because I had this feeling, and I was trying to feel it out. And it was at work, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about how I haven't worked on issue two of Spellslinger in like two weeks. So, uh, spoiler for everybody... Because issue one's already done, we're obviously starting to work on the next one because this is a series. And honestly, I, which, this this is before I did the fucking Discord chat, but mm. Brian and I have already started working on issue four. Like, it's like way we've gone into like pre-production for a thing. Okay. And we need to bring that to the chat so you can help bring us in. But I will say that I felt bad about not working on issue two. At work, I start getting depressed mm-hmm. because I hadn't drawn anything, and I thought, "Oh no, we have like nine weeks left of content to put out, and then, and then what? What do we do? Like, we put out more pages, Connor, but also, <laughs> it doesn't. We've never said that the next issue has to come out at the beginning of the month. It can come out in the middle of the month, like it as long as it comes out that month, and it's not like this egregious inconsistency. That's fine. Yeah." And Amazon <laughs> is not going to be mentioned because I don't want us to get flagged. <laughs> so all I will say is their name angrily, but it worked out. Oh, good. I'm confident. Oh, good. That being said, I put off working on this for so long and I started getting really depressed and I, 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 I started to think about the first issue and everyone's been responding to it, and it's been really great, and it's been really sweet, and it's actually made me have faith in anything I've done. Oh, wow. On the flip side, then I look at issue two, and I'm like, wow, you are a shell of your former self. <gasps> Already? It's issue two, bro. How did, I, how did I do that? I did not plateau, I, but, I, but I'm thinking it. I'm like, did I, plateau, did I make the perfect issue, and then the rest are going to be Garbo? No. This is my feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what this is. That's I'm, an awful I'm, feeling. I'm mad and I'm depressed. Uh-huh. And yet I'll read parts of two and three and be like, no, that's really cool. It's going to be okay. And then I think about it. And I'm like, no, it's not. You can't tape together a car and have it run. It might look nice from a distance, but the second it starts moving, it all falls apart. What if, what, what if the car mm-hmm. taped together only looks that way from where you're standing? Like what this if, is true. What if I, for instance, got some eyes on whatever you're working on in whatever state it's in, and I just know how I would feel if I was writing something and I was like really hating it. I would show it to you, and oh. and I yeah, I think you'd like explode over like whatever crappy idea I had. So like, God, I think that could help. Yeah, I think that could help shake I, you out of it. But 
That I sucks do, that you feel that way. No, it, it it does only because I'm worried that it's going to halt production, mm-hmm. which is stupid. That's a thing that I need to worry about. Is that something you said on this show? Is uh, the not the advice, but something that someone you know told you that enjoy this. This yes. your schedule. Yes. This this no like sponsors or people like there's there aren't thirteen people emailing you. Where is today's page? It's just you. Yeah, and it's your schedule. And if you don't want to stick to it, you don't have to. And that is really nice because we are kind of just like working this out. And like if you're if you think you're behind, then this is all just like indicative of at some point we can sit down and go, okay, what 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 can you realistically yeah, do make some, even like, with emergencies? Deadlines. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is something else we need to do too. I yeah. do need to have other eyes on my stuff. I think that's what's crippling me too, is because issue one had like five different sets of eyes on it, and uh-huh. it doesn't need to be that much. It could just be you and Brian. Did you did you see the comic I posted in the Discord chat? Was it in the mini the mini comics? No, okay. I need to I'm I show to, it to you right now. Okay. So because I feel like it would make for good content. Um, oh, and that reminds me, I do have a surprise that I forgot about in oh, the last God. episode, but frankly, I don't think it would have uh, been very appropriate, uh, but it's much more appropriate for this one. So actually, why don't we skip to that, since a comic is extremely visual, and this wouldn't be very fun. <laughs> Let me describe. So In the first panel. I brought a script uh, <gasps> that I wrote, Okay. so I don't know if you want to be the male or the female. Female. Okay. So this is a real script. Analyze that as you will, fans. (laughs) So this is a real script. It's only one page that I wrote, uh, just kind of in a a creative constipation mode. Don't look at it. Don't look at it, please. Uh, I want this to be a cold read. Um, And so uh, I'll do the Uh. stage direction, and you just read your highlighted parts, um, including the the very bottom, okay? You ready? Wait, wait. Can I just (laughs) say before we do this, and I'm really excited. (laughs) This is so cool, guys. Okay. And um, whatever the stage direction elicits, you don't have to like actually do, but you know, if you want to make like oh, little noises or something while oh, you're I'll doing it. Oh, I'll make noises. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. <clears throat> Interior apartment loft in New York City, baby. <laughs> Bedroom night. Drake, a cool, sexy, tall, human man with really good skin, rummages through a closet. (laughs) Which do you think looks better with my really good skin, pink or brown? Melinda, Drake's equally sexy and poised human being wife, enters the bedroom adjusting her earrings. What's that, baby? I didn't hear you over the sounds of my heart beating a million times a second since my parents are going to be here any minute. I know that. Do you think I forgot? I just don't know how they're going to react to me being a walrus. She stops gussying up in the mirror and takes Drake's walrus face in her hands. (laughs) Now you stop that right now. I love you. I've loved you before I knew you were a walrus when we met on that online dating site and you kept standing me up on date after date. And I loved you after I found out that you were a walrus when you took me out on that midnight ferry while you were under that cloak. And right at midnight, right at midnight, I took it off and con- you took it off and confessed. And do you know why? Why? Because you have amazing skin. Don't you ever forget it. Don't you ever doubt it. I love you. I love you too. Can I have a smooch? Yes, you can have a smooch. <laughs> they smooch big time. Drake moves his flipper down to cut Melinda's taut butt, but she playfully slaps it away. 
cheeky. Remember, my parents are going to be here any at the door, followed by a ding a ding ding dong. Melinda and Jake uh, Drake separate and finish getting ready in a hurry. Be right there. One second. Just a minute. Hang on. Uh, uh, coming. Melinda opens the door to reveal her mother, mm. Melanie, short, stout, like a teapot, and her father, <laughs> Lord Mordrake. <laughs> Tall, thin, with a top hat, cane, and a man's mustache. The family all greets each other at the door. Hi, Hi hey, hey, ho, ho hello, kisses. kisses. Hi. Wow. And that's that. That was awesome. So, um, you, okay, I have some notes. Wait. You did a good job. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what's sad is I got really quiet, like, what are the notes? <laughs> can, I, can I have a review real quick? <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's one of the joys of being Kyle's friend. <laughs> One of my favorite things about being Kyle's friend is that <laughs> I've learned how our sense of humors are very similar and how they're different. And like like each rising sun, the differences and similarities are equally beautiful. When I read the line, or rather when Kyle read aloud, Drake, a cool, sexy, tall, human man, the <laughs> first thing I thought was no, his wife is an animal. <laughs> And then you got down to sexy and poise. And before you even finished, my brain went, she's a cat. Read the lines accordingly. But then you said human being. And I went, that's weird. Why is it that he said human man and then human being wife? Doesn't make a lot of sense. And then the, the skin comment. What an interesting skin comment. Is this, is this to note his humanity or his lack of? I think... So to go uh, behind the actor's <laughs> studio, uh, I, I think what I wanted to elicit was um, a comedic through line. Yes. Is that uh, in addition to the obvious forward-facing joke of the character Drake, in fact, being a walrus, there's also the through line joke of he has very nice skin and he's very <laughs> much in love with his wife. <laughs> and I thought that was really important to get across oh, it as did. early as possible oh, in my it work. Did. You'll find my work very Faustian. Yes. Um, I derive a lot from uh, the macabre. <laughs> I mean, I'd agree. I also, <laughs> my favorite line, can I have a smooch? <laughs> really hits me <laughs> just right. <sighs> um, so I wanted to share that with you. Sorry for uh, springing it on you. No, I wish I had something to present. Oh, no worries. This seems really lame that I don't. Um, <laughs> Maybe that could crap. be a thing. We could like... Do every oh, every like God. fourth episode we do something like that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know because that's know. what you do is very visual. So yeah. I wouldn't want to put that on you. But you well, also write. It is, I was gonna say I also write. I think the oh you know what I actually have a set of short. Oh wait, I can read one of my short stories oh, right perfect. now. Do the voices, please. Uh, I will do the voices. So there was a while where I was white. When you were white? Was, <laughs> I wish. There was a while where I was white, and I started a comic, got that up the ground, started making money, turned black again, and now I'm <laughs> And here's my story in Chicago <laughs> with my two friends. Oh, no. That's a great sitcom. I'd watch that. That is, and I would watch it, too. Okay, forgive me, everybody, as I try to figure out where Let's see that is. title. So it's a show about a white guy that you that that turned. No, it was a black person that somehow turned white. But we're not going to like jump into that story. Instead, we're going to jump in after he turned back to black. Right. That's when it really. <laughs> that's when it really. Picks and it'll be up. called Back to Black. Ooh, I like it. Oh, here we go. I found it. Uh. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So there was a while where I was trying to practice my writing, and there are all these like, uh, write uh, blank blank, or here's a bunch of prompts for the day. And then I remembered that um, one of my greatest strengths, and this is coming from someone who does not think he's great, is making up a world on the spot. So I decided to write short stories based on just ideas I had. Nice. Uh, there was this one. Oh, man, this one doesn't even have an ending. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, oh, cliffhanger. I know. So I had this one. I wrote it, did not go back and edit it. I literally was like, this is just a, an excuse for me to just get ideas yeah. out, whatever ideas, and just have fun with it. Yeah, no, same. I love it. Um, so this is... Uh, a bit lengthy, so we're going to see how it goes, and if we have to continue it on another episode, okay, then we're going to have to do that. Sure. I can't wait to listen to mine back. But the story, I can't either. <laughs> I can't wait to show that to people <laughs> with your consent. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, we're on a podcast, so. Uh, this story is called Autocorrect. <clears throat> Max looked from the car back down to his clipboard. He took a few seconds to reread the facts, then looked back up at the car. It was green. But was it forest green? Or Olive? A woman walked by who looked like she had a moment to spare. Max got her attention with a wave of his finger. She took off her headphones and gave him a look that spared her a greeting and introduction. Excuse me, miss. Um, does this car look more like a forest green or olive green? The woman looked over the car and then back to Max. Then back at the car. It was an incredibly tough call. Um, Olive? Would you put money on that? Max tried not to sound too aggressive, but he needed to know. Not when it's that close. Which one is it? Max scratched his chin with the blue pen that came with his assignment kits. I don't know, but I need to be certain. He turned away from her, looking back down at his clipboard. He knew she was too curious to leave, but she clearly didn't know, and because of that, had rendered her useless. Wow, Connor. <laughs> um, are you car shopping or something? She asked. No. Well, sort of. I'm definitely doing research on cars right now. She wouldn't leave. How irritating. Max turned and waved her on with a smile. Thank you. Have a good one. The woman lightly scoffed at his answer, almost shrugging as she continued down the street. Max went back to the car. He didn't like to have to rely on people to do his job, especially when they were complete strangers. Especially when the, the more time they spent talking to him, their own, uh, their own case would start to grow. The last thing Max needed, especially in the middle of the week, was to have to chain correct. That was the worst. Like the absolute worst. Like this car. Why the hell do I get these difficult assignments? Max thought back to the holiday party where he encouraged his boss to have more than he should have. Was it revenge? He wasn't sure his boss was that petty, but you never know. He was hoping that wasn't the case, because after the last few months, Max went from enjoying what he did to almost hating it. Better yet, who thought it was a good idea to make a car green? Not that they had to be black. Max, found, uh, Max always found car colors other than silver, black, white, or red to look odd. Even a really nice model with a yellow coloring caused it to drop in value in Max's eyes. It's forest. Why would anyone want a car that's the same color as an olive? Max filled out the rest of his form on his clipboard, making the car as correct, uh, marking the car as correct and getting ready to leave when he heard footsteps hurriedly approaching him. That was only gone for a few minutes. What the hell are you? The owner of the car came up to Max and was already wagging his finger in protest. He wore a gray suit and a cheap haircut, carrying a black leather suitcase with him, a briefcase with him. <laughs> Enter the average white man. Thanks again, Connor. Yeah, figures. It took him. Uh, it took the man a beat to realize Max was not in law enforcement. 
Don't worry, I'm done. Max tucked his clipboard away under the crook of his arm, smiling to present himself as approachable as possible. What are you doing to my car? He asked a good question. Unfortunately, one that would receive a cheap answer. Nothing, sir. Max tipped his hat. Just haven't seen a car brand of such a green shade for quite some time. Merely admiring. Lying was probably Max's favorite part of his job. The man smirked, proud of his car, a symbol of his status. Thanks. It's emerald. Beautiful color, right? Makes it easy to spot. Ooh, hold on. I just got it a few months ago. Shit. That's emerald? Max pointed at the car. Doing poorly to hide his frustration, the man could pick it up in Max's tone and instantly became defensive. Yes, is that a problem? It's the color of a gemstone. My favorite one. That's emerald, Max sighed, repeatedly, uh, repeating his question half-heartedly as he pulled his black sleeve, revealing his watch. He fiddled with a few dials, the man too confused to get anything out, just the distraction Max needed. With a few clicks and taps of the dials and buttons on the watch, a red pulse emanated from its surface and pushed out through Max as, and down as far as he could see. He let his arm rest again at his side, looking over the man now frozen in time. Max chuckled, tempted to click a strand of his hair. Uh, what? Flick a strand of his hair across the man's forehead. But he knew better. At this point, he was already lingering too long. Max pulled his watch back up, pointing at the car. He twisted a small knob on the side, adjust, and uh, using the adjusters, put in a six-digit code. Hexadecimal color code seemed so arbitrary to him, but that was most likely because he was not interested in the arts. Connor wrote a lot. I'm almost done. Max was sure there were millions of people who knew, understood, and appreciated them. In a flash, the car changed from emerald to a true forest green. Seeing the colors so close to each other, Max finally knew the difference. Not that he would have been able to pick out olive green, but hey, at least something was learned. Before starting everything up again, Max looked over the man one more time. He had to hold back from correcting the car owner into a decent human being. Actions that, like that were grievously against company policy. With another sigh, Max whirred his watch once more, watching as the slight red hue everything possessed faded away and the world was waking back up. What? No, that's Forrest. The man put his hands on his hips, still looking confused. Max smiled, tipping his hat. My mistake. I'm not all that familiar with the complexities of color. Good day. Max rode the man's confusion out of a potential follow-up conversation. All said and done, it hadn't been that bad of a day. Or assignment. At least it hadn't been until Max's watch beeped. He stopped, holding his breath before checking his clipboard one more time. A new form had appeared, a set of pictures paperclipped to the back. He flipped the pages back and forth, taking his new assignment. He looked at her picture, recognizing the woman instantly. Fucking, of course. Max groaned, doubled, uh, doubling back and heading down the street. He hoped the woman from earlier hadn't gone too far. It was already getting late. That's my shitty little short story. It wasn't written too great either, so I understand probably the way I read it too was not too great. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> shut up! Don't Kyle! Tell, don't tell me to shut up. All right. You just sat there and told me that this was funny and then read this amazing, amazing short story that's structured so perfectly Kyle, this and like has the potential mm. for more. And I want more from it, and and maybe this is the topic for this episode. Is okay, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard one slapdash attempt at no, writing, no. and one 
very, very different attempt at writing. And uh, maybe maybe uh, others of you deal with this out there, but what the fuck am I supposed to do now? I don't know. What am I, I supposed to do? That was amazing. I thought that was going to be more fun. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, thank you. But no, but this is also amazing. You have to understand how that do, these are how? two totally different things, How Kyle. do I do that? I want to do that so badly. I want to do that. I want to separate them. I want to just enjoy these things. Because this was fun, and and <laughs> that's awesome, and I I can't make it about myself. That's that's all I do. So that was awesome, but but I want to feel this out. Feel this out because that was awesome. That was so good, and so many times throughout it, I was thinking of the short stories I've written, and I was thinking like, wow, there's there's. I wasn't thinking this at the time. I was think I wasn't thinking, wow, there's so much to learn from this. I'm thinking that now with the ability to reframe it. But in the moment, I was thinking, wow, my stories suck. Mine are like little kitty baby uh, kindergarten stories of like, here's the setting, here's the stuff, here's the end. And and you've 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 realized something that like I only just now realize. I've learned so freaking much from listening to your story. That that you you drop people in media res and you just kind of like ripple out from there until you, until you've got this full picture and and like that's so cool that's so cool to think like that to be able to 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 be able to have the story and and not go okay well we got to start like from here and this is what everything is like it's you give them you give them the world and you just fill it in as it comes organically. It's like characters never say I'm David and I'm a construction worker unless you're fucking Bob the builder, but uh <laughs> um sit cross But otherwise it's like I was thinking about that like when you're writing when I was when I'm writing is like when do people say each other's names like in an organic way? Well that's And so like you you that was so good. That was a really good story. I appreciate and, that. And that I was, hope you did, know that. Well, I think I like it, but I also didn't mean to listen. This was a shit move to do that after we did your thing, <laughs> because if I were you, I also would be taking this in a very different way. Whereas I whereas I took this as, wow, Kyle showed me this really cool thing that we got to do together. And I loved I want to show him something that I feel like was garbage, but I wanted to share it. It was really good. It was really good. That's Here, awesome. Well, hold on, because there's here's the other side of this coin is that you can see and I will not deny that my storytelling strengths are media res and then you ripple out. I mean, I don't think you learn Church's name until like nine or ten pages yeah. in the comic. And I've even had people be like, oh, is that the name of the person? And I'm like, oh, yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah. It I is. did it. I'm embarrassed to say. But, no, it's fine. But, I had the, the, the woman who's going to cosplay her. I was just like, I'm so flattered you want to be Church. And she's like, what? Is that her name? And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't make it super apparent. But that's just my writing style. But to be said on that, this affect translates to everything else in my life. And every other part of my life, this is not viable to exist on ever. The only time it comes in handy is when I'm presented with a bunch of information. I need to make it seem conversational. That's why the fucking prep calls at work are so easy for me. But everything else is a constant shit show of confusion. (laughs) So the downside to that is that I can't I can't structure anything. I literally can't. I have to start in the middle of stuff. It drives me nuts. 
That this, drives you nuts? This is impressive to me. That What you're doing is impressive to me. How are you able to just like let go of everything and go, okay, here's where we start. Ugh. Because I can't think of a beginning. Oh, that's that's awesome. I can't think of a beginning, and it takes me a long time. I mean, even with Spellsinger, I thought of bits that were happening in the middle, and then I had to ripple out, and then I was like, oh, I know how it ends. How does it begin, Connor? I don't know, and then it took me forever to figure out how it fucking began, and that was through going through Brian, mm. who Brian also is really good at world building, but he starts somewhere. He starts somewhere, and he takes every little detail, and he builds off of it. Whereas I just pick a random spot and I'm like, this is cool. I like that person. And then I just very generally grow from there. But you fucking, you know how to set things up. I just, I you just know, know how to make up. myself laugh. Kyle, <laughs> which is powerful. If I, if I didn't know you and I was also not into comedy, I would not have noticed these little things that you did that to anyone who knew was a sign you give people signs, but not like paint them on the wall. You slip someone a post-it. Yeah. The post-it's in code. That's my style. Do you know the code? Yeah. No? Well, you'll find out when we get there. Bye. <laughs> 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 Crying, feeling it out.